here to be together. Would you come? Would you be with us? And Lord, whatever, what the word is tonight, Lord, would you, would you be behind it? Yes, God. We love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So if you can't tell, we're Christians.
He sent off his individuals, and it wasn't always obeyed by everyone. Not everyone stopped what they were doing. We're going to see some of that tonight. Some people who they heard the call of Jesus and turned away and said, follow me. But let me tell you, this word from Jesus was command. There was an authority behind it, like he was God or something. Now, in Kyle, you're going to hear about this. We have a certain reading culture here. First for the Bible, but then for a lot of old books by authors we call old dead guys. Then I would be happy. No, he believed in what 
you go back and you read the last verses of Matthew, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. He believed in Jesus. Yeah. He followed him and he didn't look back. That's right. There wasn't sadness, there wasn't regret when he was done. There was joy because of what and who he had found. Now this call from Jesus is universal to all of us. What Jesus said to Matthew, he said to me, That's right. he said the same thing to all of you. Yep. Follow me. Follow in my way. Yield to me, let me be Lord of God. Yes. Be my disciple and learn from me. And with that command to follow him is also this wonderful offer of love and friendship. That's right. Of fellowship with God. For a lot of you, you've come to St. Houston. And you're going to attend class so that one day you graduate and go out to the workplace and get a job. Hopefully when you like to earn a lot of money. That'd be cool, right? But why are you wanting that job, that paycheck? So maybe you can buy a good house, a good car, maybe some jet skis. But what if you say yes to following Jesus, and he commands you not to do that job you may want, but to do another one instead? To go to this place that might take a pay cut. What are you going to do? Or what if he calls you to be a missionary and go somewhere across the world? What then? Are you going to let him be Lord or not? Are you going to be tied to that job or that money or your possessions so that you can't let go? Are you going to possess your stuff or is your stuff going to possess you? Now, maybe you are going to graduate or work someplace. Maybe the place you want. Praise God. Some of you, God is going to speak to you about being a missionary. You're going to say yes, that's going to be awesome. That's right. When Jesus calls to us, we must respond to him. When the God of the universe calls us, we must listen and obey. Come on. Now we can choose whether to follow or not, but the consequences are on us. Okay, I'm not saying that everyone is going to sell everything and go be a missionary somewhere in a hidden, far off bush somewhere. But what I am saying you must be submitted to God and allow Him to be Lord of your life, that the motive of your heart will have to change. Why do you do the things you do? And who do you do them for? It's a good test to check your heart and see why you're doing what you're doing. That whatever job you have, where you live, is run by him, and you allow him to speak to you about it. Right. Okay, some of you are like, hey, I'm a freshman or sophomore, just got here, Trevor, leave me alone. You got four years or three years. It might be a long way for you. But let me tell you, there are things that God wants to speak to you in your life in the here and now. Go on. He wants to be Lord of your life and to be the integration point for all the things in your life. Meaning everything that you do is centered around Him and what He said. And let me tell you, He's a good God. He he wants to love and serve us. He is there for us and He wants the same from us. Mr. G.K. Morgan, again, he wrote this in one of his sermons. We must remember that He, Jesus, came to reveal God. That he claimed it as his supreme business to speak to men in the realm of spiritual and eternal. Consequently, when he said, follow me, there was on his part the assumption of infinite wisdom, absolute right, and perfect power. So that whether I think the little child, unable to appreciate the high doctrines of grace, or the man fully intellectually equipped for facing the final problems of life, the king has the same thing to say, and he says that with wounds wincing this is a little, follow me. Join me in the world. And he says it with superlative, unequivocal authority 
1967-62, it shows us three different individuals who may or may not have come back to Jesus. But in the moment they were called by him, they gave excuses as to why they couldn't follow him then. We start in verse 57. As they, Jesus' the disciples, were walking along the road, a man said to them, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Jesus sees the hard world reaction to me when we say it. Right. 59, Jesus says, said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and claim the kingdom of God. That might seem harsh, but Mr. Morgan again, who wrote about this particular story, points out that the man's father may, may not have been dead or even on his deathbed, but that it was actually a common excuse at the time for people to get out of something they didn't really want to do. Let me go bury my father, and then, then I'll be able to follow you. It was kind of a polite way to get out of doing something you didn't want to do. Yeah. But Jesus, he sees to the heart and to our intentions. We can't give him excuses. Verse 61. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me go and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back. It's fit for service in the kingdom of God. This Jesus, he's Lord of the universe. And his call to follow me is one of supreme tenderness. But there it is severe. It's firm. There's actually even another story of someone who came to Jesus and heard this call to follow me from him. Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 22 has a story of a rich young woman who seemingly has it all put together. He's young, he's rich, he's probably handsome. I can't help but picture Harry Styles coming to Jesus. Lord, and also had something else dominating my life. I cannot serve two masters. 
those two months, but it was precious to me. Yeah. And let me tell you, God's love is for you. He wants to give. He wants you to give your life to Him. Yeah. He's calling to each of us, saying, "Follow me. Amen. Follow in my way. Come alongside me and do as I do. Talk as I talk. Love others as I do." And let me tell you, salvation is the beginning of saying yes to Jesus. It's, it's the beginning of that walk with God. Yeah. And thank God for it. But then there's this process of fully making Jesus Lord of your life called sanctification. Yes. And let me tell you, there might be some things we need to be willing to surrender to God. And I'm not talking to the unbelievers, I'm talking to the believers. Right. Yeah, there might good. be something in your life that needs to, you need to give it to them. Yeah, come on. Maybe you don't want Jesus. And while worship is playing, you have the opportunity to come up here or on the sides or in the back of the room and meet with God. To pray and invite him to speak with you. He's calling to each and every one of you saying the same thing he says in Matthew. Follow me. And you might even be at the point of saying yes and giving your life to God. Praise Jesus. Yeah. But let me tell you, if you don't feel ready to pray on your own, find the person who brought you. Or someone you know who knows God and ask him to help you pray. I'm willing to pray with you also. But let me pray for us and invite God. And then worship's going to lead us into our father. Lord Jesus, we love you. And Father God, I know that you're speaking to some people tonight. There's some people that are going to have to get up off the throne of their heart and let you have and be Lord. And Lord, you're doing something and it's going to be awesome and good. Lord, we've got to see you. Thank you.